listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I know that Holy Week is coming to a close and that Easter has passed, but I really wanted to talk about the cross this week and what Jesus really did for us. You know, one day to ponder what he did for us on the cross and his resurrection is really not long enough. And if you are somebody who has been celebrating some of the Jewish holidays as well, and remembering Passover through this last week, then you've had more than one day. But the entire Christian belief system is based on Jesus Christ's resurrection. What he did for us on the cross, yes, but also that he was resurrected. But there is a weight, of course, to what he did for us on the cross. And I know that we talk about that a lot. You know, we talk about what he went through. If you've seen The Passion of Christ, you have some idea of what it might have been like. But a lot of the time, we miss the depth of what he chose to do for us. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today. This won't be a super long podcast episode. I really want you to take this time to just focus on the Lord And what he really did, the weight of what he really did for us, not just on the cross, but even the decision to come to this earth for us. You see, Jesus was already God. He was with God. It says he was the word and the word was with God. So Jesus was already fully God. He knew what we had done. He knew what we would have to go through. He chose to leave heaven and come to this earth for us, knowing everything that he would have to suffer for us and knowing every sin that his people had committed and every sin that we would commit. He still chose to come, knowing that he would be betrayed, knowing what he would have to suffer, knowing that he had to give up the depth of the power of being God in his fullness to come into human form in weakness. Did he move with the power of God through the Holy Spirit? Absolutely, yes. But he came to this earth as a helpless child. He gave up the power of God form to be in the limited capacity of human form. Knowing that He needed to eat, and he needed to rest, and he would be tempted. You see, he did experience the emotions that we experience. He experienced the temptation of Satan even trying to convince him that it was okay to eat when he was fasting to the Lord, to Father God in heaven. He is the Lord, but to his Father in heaven. But in being faced with all of the temptations that we are faced with, in being faced with all of the emotions that we are faced with, in being faced with the most excruciating betrayal. Even in his perfection, he was faced with accusation and betrayal. Still, he chose to do what was right and good. 
because in him was God nature, but he still had to experience the flesh nature just being in human form. So he knew everything that he would have to go through. Now, yes, God is all-knowing. Yes, God gave his son, Jesus Christ. So the unity, the triunity of Jesus Christ, Father God, and Holy Spirit, they always existed. But Jesus came down for us. So the aspect of God that is Father had to watch his son go through that. And Jesus Christ in God fullness had to be in human form and give himself for us. He chose to suffer that for us, knowing ahead. And Holy Spirit was with Jesus, giving him power even while he was in human form. So I know it might be hard to comprehend. Wait, he knew ahead. What do you mean? But he did. It was prophesied ahead. Even if when Jesus came into human form, he did not remember that he was God, which he did. He knew. He knew that he was God. He knew that he was the Messiah. But even if he didn't, he would have known what he had to suffer by the time he learned it. Because it was written in their scriptures. So even if when he came to earth as a baby, he forgot what it was that he would have to suffer, he would have learned it over again in the scriptures. You don't believe that God knew ahead or that Jesus knew? Well, you probably do, but I just want to read Isaiah 53, and I'm going to start at verse 4. Yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion. He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be made whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream, but he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all of their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. 
he bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. So in Isaiah 53, we clearly see it written out what Jesus Christ had to go through. And actually, it's the entire verse talks about it. It even starts with him being despised and rejected and a man of sorrows and acquainted with deepest grief. But he did no wrong. So this is in Isaiah 53. Isaiah was a prophet in the Old Testament. So this means that many, many years before Jesus ever came to this earth, it was already prophesied everything that he would have to go through. God already knew. Jesus already knew when he chose to leave heaven and to come to this earth. And he didn't just know what he would have to suffer. You know, many people were crucified in the time of Jesus, but they didn't know their fate ahead. They didn't walk into it knowing that they would suffer for another's sins. They were being punished for their own sins unless they were wrongfully accused or martyred. But they did not know ahead. That is one of the most gruesome and painful ways to have to suffer and die. But Jesus knew. Jesus knew. And still he came for you. Still he came for me. Still he came for us. Because here's the thing. He knew everything that he would have to suffer. But he also knew what there was to gain. You see, in verse 11 of Isaiah 53, it says, When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all of their sins. That's verse 11 of Isaiah 53. You see, he knew everything that he would have to suffer. That's not all he knew. He knew every sin that had ever been committed against God, even against other people. And being all-knowing God, he knew every sin and mistake that you would make in your life. But still, his love for us was so great that he left heaven and came to this earth for us. He didn't need to. He's God. He doesn't need anything, but he loves us. And he wants and desires relationship with us so much that God, God chose to suffer like that to save us. God chose to suffer like that to secure his relationship and intimacy with us. That is the love that God is. He is love. He is love in all the perfection that love is. But he didn't do it in vain. You see, he knew what he would accomplish. He didn't come and just suffer for suffering's sake. That wouldn't make any sense at all. That would not be loving. He knew. He came with perfect love, knowing what he would be put through and knowing everything that we needed to be forgiven of. But he also came in perfect faith because it says in Isaiah 53 that when he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. 
He had faith in his father, God, to raise him from the dead. He knew that he would be raised. And he knew that every bit of suffering he went through would not be in vain. It would be worth it. Because by him bearing our sins, by him going through that anguish and that pain, it would buy our righteousness. And it would buy through the price that he paid with himself. It would buy relationship with us again. It would redeem us into relationship with him again. That is how much God loves you. That he desires relationship with you so much that he would give himself in that way. So you may already know all of these things, but I just felt like we were supposed to meditate on that this week and not just let the holy week pass by like it was another week, but meditate on it a bit longer. Just on the goodness of God and the love of Jesus Christ and that he considered us worthy of dying for because he loved us that much. Shame has no place. Jesus knew. He is here to redeem. He is here to restore and he loves you. And if you don't know Jesus yet or you aren't sure if you know him the way that you should, just say a prayer today to give your life over to him completely. Tell him, Jesus, I know that you are the Lord, that you are God who came to this earth to redeem me of sin, that you are the Messiah. And I give you my life, Lord. I ask you to be the Lord and ruler over my life. I give my life to you and I ask you, God, to fill me with your Holy Spirit. And I reject every spirit that is not of you, God, and I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. Let me know who you are and your great love for me. Well, that is really all I want to share this week. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I just wanted to continue meditating on the love of God for us and the true impact, the true weight of what he did for us, that that is his love for us. It is that great. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you all next week.